Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I have made it to episode four. How? People don't know. Why have I not get cancelled? Last month we exchanged human skulls on the show and surprisingly I'm still here which is fantastic. And interestingly enough we're taking a different approach this week. Welcome to the show first of all everyone. It's Scream Test. I am here. Episode four. We're not cancelled. I'm getting ready. We're taking a different approach this week because uh, we're doing a, a part two with my pal Mr. Paul but uh, he came up to me after listening to part one and went you didn't cover enough, I'm coming on your show. So That's say hello, true. Paul. Hello. <laughs> Welcome Thank to you. the show. Which is very true, though, because we didn't cover enough in part one. Not that that's any shade to my co- co-host Pete from episode two, which was Stephen King, was like, oh, yeah? Yeah, the rival's coming on? The to be fair, he did a very good job, so <laughs> there's no rivalry. We can just enjoy King together. We jested in that episode that he'd taken notes, and you have notes. I have notes, and I've got maybe way too many. Audio listeners, there's paper if you can hear it. Paul, oh, look at that. He came, you were the first guest in four episodes to bring... This just shows how sad I am. Oh my god! <laughs> Your wife and kids are like, aren't we fulfilling enough? And you're like, no, I'm just nope, going to nope. sit I'm in a room. I'm just going to sit here in a dark room watching King and making notes. You're also the first person to wear a themed t-shirt. And I appreciate that so wow. much. You are wearing a Stephen King t-shirt. It just says based on the novel by Stephen King. So I'm assuming your life is based on the novel. Yeah, pretty much. Pop off. I'm wearing a Beavis <laughs> and Butthead t-shirt because, you know. Who doesn't like Beavis and Butthead? I love Beavis and Butthead. But it's the beginning of the show. And what do we do, audio listeners? At the start, once again, everyone always says there's no video. Stop saying audio listeners. No, I like saying it. I'm going to carry on. Uh, what do we do at the beginning of the show, audio listeners? Obviously, we that Valkyrie is here. We always establish that. She's asleep. It's hot. She's probably going to ruin everything. The Giggly Wiggly is here for her to destroy our times. Rila Kuma is here. Oh, you don't know who Rila Kuma is? No, this I is Rila Kuma. Audio hello. listeners, Rila Kuma is a small bear, which I have discussed before, but Paul's just <laughs> saying hello to Rila Kuma. Rila Kuma's friend is also here. I don't know that. 
one's name. Mind you, it's probably a bit too hot for that hat. Yes, they are wearing little bunny-eared hats because Japan is very kawaii. Uh, so we are all, with the gang is here. Rilakkuma, Val, the Giggly Wiggly. But at the beginning of every show, we do know that it is a sweet treat time. Yeah, I've been wondering what you're going to come up with. <sighs> I didn't have to come up with anything because you leaned over to me at work and went, by the way, I like <laughs> chocolate mint. <laughs> And I was like, I do. well, that's the problem. So, so I went bougie, though. I know it doesn't Ooh. taste like toothpaste. Oh, I think it does. So I went bougie, everyone. Oh, what did I get? Oh, oh. look what's happened. Oh, I got an actual... I didn't know these invented. These were invented. I got an actual After Eights selection box here. But here's the tea. There's a uh, uh, peppermint and orange flavoured one since last Stephen King guy was a chocolate orange there we are there for you a chocolate orange guy and this and I thought you could enjoy the mint with a hint of previous host in the box well I'll enjoy that one with him in mind sucking it and then spitting it in the trash (laughs) just being like the rival is disgusting he's a he's a through and through a chocolate orange boy uh I mean I don't mind chocolate mint it is a bit toothpastey I had an argument today with someone where I sent him a list of uh, ice creams and the tiers they were in and because the mint cornetto was in the bottom tier he was outraged that is an outrage I thought so too although I saw a video earlier about ice cream and there was a Liam Perrins flavored one also a salad cream flavoured one. That's disgusting. Quite That's weird. Absolutely disgusting and vile. And, and also they put Mars bar ice cream in tier three. Get in the bin. Mars bar ice cream is a superior oh. ice cream. Put your teeth back in. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't eaten a Mars bar ice cream in like a thousand years, but I am aware that it is a superior ice cream. I don't, I don't care for the mint cornetto. It is a bit toothpastey, but I hope that you enjoy and your family enjoy. You just gobble them all up before you get home. <laughs> I'll be eating them in the car, just yeah. hoping that I can you get and them the wife before they melt. It, like, yeah, <laughs> you and the wife getting them in before the kids see them and stuff like that, which oh, is, no. I assume, the way that people deal with things with My kids. My daughter will rugby tackle me for them. I can oh, guarantee it. Well, I hope sh- you at least give her the chocolate orange mint one. Just palm her off with the <laughs> one you don't really care about. But you can have that one. Yeah, that's the, the other guy. <laughs> the rival. Anyway. We're here to talk about King. Now, you very kindly sent me a list of five movies that I didn't cover that you considered of importance before we started, like, and I had a period of time to watch them. Are they your favourites, or are they just ones that I didn't cover? Um, I'd say one or two of them are definitely favourites. Others have had sort of moments in my life as well. and <laughs> Moments, little, little sections. I also wanted to, because obviously King, I, th- I believe he does a lot more than just horror, so... With one of the selections especially, it really does highlight how good he is out of horror as well. Audio listeners, I'm having some issues with my microphone arm today. It's absolutely ruining my life. What I'm going to do is, I'm, I'm going handheld, everyone. Oh, good, I can't live like this. This is a nightmare. <laughs> I'm trying to deal with this. Look, the, I have an arm because I'm lazy and I like to recline. The arm doesn't want to stick to the desk. It, now only it there won't was come a out. webcam with oh. this because that would be hilarious. Jesus Christ, I can't. I do want to do a video <laughs> version, but I think my boss would just be like, stop it. But then everyone could see Rila Kuma. Every, I don't, I'm just going to hold this microphone. I'll just go, I, I don't know where to put this, what's happening. It's all going on. I have cats on my bag as well. I just looked at their delightful faces. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <sighs> everyone, I'm handheld. It's, I feel like a news presenter. I feel like I'm reporting on the heat wave we're going through right now. We have our little aquas. We're hydrated. I hope everyone's having a, If you haven't hydrated today on such a hot day, hydration alert, everyone. Please drink. Anyway, Stephen King. Stephen well, that, King. that happened to me, and <laughs> I just can't. Now I, I, feel, I feel weird holding the mic, but hey, whatever. We're moving on. Of those five, 
I think we should talk about what one would be your favorite because I know which out of because some of those I hadn't a seen and b hadn't watched in forever and so I'm wondering which one was your favorite of those five? Oh, it's stuck between two, but I'm oh, yeah. definitely gonna say it. Ooh, my one of my lower ones. Why is it your favorite? <sighs> I went original, by the way. If I was gonna when oh, I was yeah. watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, just put don't get me there. wrong. I do love the newer one for different reasons, mm. but. The original. You can't beat Curry as Pennywise. That's I like to watch people slit their wrists in the bath, which is why I like the original one. <laughs> Wait, did they do that in the remake? I can't remember. They did touch yes, upon they it. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. I just feel like the original one where he just literally is like, I'm going to have a bath and his wife finds him is just so bleak. Yeah. And I just feel like they pulled that off so much more. Interesting thing, which apparently I haven't read it, you have. Isn't it true? We can't swear. I just thought about swearing, but I'm not going to. I'm so repressed. The girl in the book... Is it true that she has sex with all the boys or some of them? That the is very true. Oh, bougie. <laughs> and something else happens with uh, Bowers and his friend Patrick as well. Are they gay? It's hinted upon, but uh, when... I, th- I believe it was Patrick that offered more than just... Did he, lo- did he offer a little ham sammy? Little, oh, little he gave the ham sammy, but <laughs> uh, he offered more and uh, then got punched and homophobic slurs thrown at him hang on a minute you can't take you can't accept the ham sandwich the hammy job (laughs) and then get mad about it you you can't take it and then be homophobic he had the full ham sandwich it was just when more was offered yeah it uh well everyone i'm gay but i I, i'm only gay for ham sandwiches i draw the line (laughs) after that i don't think that that's a thing like if you were like have a hammy maybe a blowy i'd i'd be like okay cool i'm clearly gay or bi See, that's so what the difference between the two films. Are, for me personally, the original captured the the special friendship that the, yes. the group had a lot better than yeah. the, the remake. I find mm. the remake, the friends, yeah, they were a bit... Mm. Yeah, I didn't really bond well with them. You do really feel a sense of connection in the original one. And then I, the whole time, though, as I said, I haven't read the book, I was like, I wonder if she did sleep with them. Does she sleep with all of them or just... Yes. Every last one. Is she coming for my brand? No, I'm joking. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not like that. I'm very well behaved. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, like, I always do think that you... But even without the film or TV adaptation turned into film, whatever it was meant to be the original, you don't... You get the hint that something like that's happening. You get the hint that they're closer than what's being portrayed. Wait, does she do it with the fatty? Every single one of them. (laughs) No shade, because the fat guy is really sweet to her. Like I get Ben. ben. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm really bad with names, everyone. I'm a film critic, and who's everyone? I don't know. <laughs> the film was made by Stephen King. Um, <laughs> facts. I'm employable. The, I will say this. Um, I think it's the remake. Yeah, it's the remake. The first part. The first one of the remake. Sorry. There's a scene. I think it's the chubby boy Ben, and he's in the library, and behind him is the old lady librarian, yes. and her face is really gross. Yep. Oh God, that was so good. That moment of directing personally sealed that movie for me because again the remake yeah it, it was okay but it wasn't as good as first but i remember seeing that and being like bravo it was yeah, very good it Ooh. was a little bit more sinister and like yeah. you say things like that mm. um even the way he was running through the water towards billy you know, oh yeah it just yeah it, it was much yeah extra and of course they had a bigger budget they had like you know it's the modern day we have cgi you can do things like that more subtly without it costing so much money because you're not hiring in like tom savini to do fake makeup effects you can just do a little computer jazz and then you can go which is pretty cool but 
I'm surprised that you chose it. I am surprised. It has a special place in my heart for numerous reasons. First, without banging on about it, I'm quite badly dyslexic. Mm. And it's the first ever book I read from cover to cover. Oh, wow. That's nice. That's cool. And for quite a chunky book, well over a thousand pages. Oh, yeah. It's hench as hell. Um, so, yeah, that was a big challenge for me. Mm. And that's partially why it holds such a special place just you at 13 page turning about that girl doing uh, everyone (laughs) it was before 13 but uh, (laughs) i remember my mum having it in like the 90s and it just being really up i stayed up over two nights there's me and my brother we shared a room back in the day and we had this little sofa and we crashed out on that and Mm. we stayed up just to watch that it was wow although i do have another little story about that as well my video you and your brother ham sammy each other definitely not (laughs) no but um the local video store where Mm. i lived at the time they i constantly rented it out on vhs oh yeah yeah yeah. going old school oh yeah we've all rented a movie like there's just people who are under 25 going what (laughs) yeah i'm a lot older than that (laughs) but uh yeah i rented it out that much the guy at the video store um told me (laughs) that i had um broken the vhs (gasps) And he had to order in a new copy. I can't believe he just didn't give it to you at that point. Oh, no. He bought me a copy as well just oh, to stop me from renting it out. So he brought so two sweet. in. And, uh, yeah. Was it on VHS or DVD? It was VHS. It was way before the DVD oh, era. Easily destroyable, folks. Any of those, the, any of you that were born in the 90s, VHSs were a thing. Renting movies was a thing. You could rent pornography, um, <laughs> which was a thing. It was You a could thing. rent video games. Stuff is very interesting. And I think that's anachronistic, but I think renting video games is something that still genuinely should happen happen yeah and i'm surprised definitely. we don't fellow listeners if you don't go to your if you don't know this you can rent video games from your local library <laughs> which is still a thing and i think that that's actually like a re- i remember renting video games from my college because i was like this needs to be more applicable the worst bit was you'd only get first uh, three days first two days is one of that one or it? two yeah and then you're like oh no i'm gonna have to give it, it back again. that's how they stick you it's capitalism it's finest my favorite from the list of five um oh god it's hard because for viewing enjoyment and the time going the quickest, as in I was the most immen- immersed, sorry, was probably the Shawshank Redemption because I think it's such Beautiful a film. fluid storyline. It's so engaging. It's so interesting. Um, I was I was just on the, you know, I'd seen it at very, very young. I'd probably rented it on VHS as a child. <laughs> like I'd seen it so long ago and I remember watching it and I was like, yes, 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 this is so interesting. And, and you, for- you forget that the whole time, like, He's going to stick it to the man. And the, and the I mean, I'm not going to say spoiler alert because for God's sake, we've all seen The Shawshank Redemption. And it just, and I if love... if you haven't, where have you been? Where have you been? Even if you haven't seen The Shawshank Redemption, it's been pop-culturized like The Planet of the Apes. So yeah. you should know it. But the way that they stick him at the end, I loved. And the fake names and the way he like hints at it throughout the film. I absolutely love it. Um, the man has a... Someone has a pet crow in it. I've always wanted a pet crow. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. Um... And Morgan Freeman. I mean, yes, he's just got to sit there and listen to that voice. I think with Morgan Freeman's, he just plays the same character in every movie. Come at me, Morgan Freeman stands. I genuinely <laughs> think he just does. But either way, he plays though he plays it competently. But my favorite film from that list, just because I was, I call it the Castle Rock syndrome, where I feel I'm in Stephen King land. If that's a thing that you feel, I don't All know. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> Is Needful Things. Yeah. Needful Things. I'm in Castle Rock. I'm in Stephen Kingland. I feel that, uh, you know, uh, Norman Rockwell family value town going to hell. The family going to hell. And Needful Things is just... Do you know it was slated? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It what? didn't... No idea, because it's brilliant. 
people I did a little a little research. People were saying that because there was too many storylines going on. If you haven't, I'm going to preface everyone, audio listeners. If you haven't seen Needful Things, this devil dude comes to town. He sells a bunch of stuff in his shop, pops off, antiques, living for life. Um, But each one comes with a price where the person who takes the product has to do a bad deed. Um, And so obviously the film then is, rather than the ABC storyline format that we have with films, there's like maybe five, I could be wrong, five or six people. If not more at points. Yeah, going off. At the same time, so you're going. Wait, hang on a minute. She's got to, she's got to go with that, but then that person's got to go with that person. Okay, and that person's fighting with that person, and I can see why people got confused. But um, I still think it's, cl- I think it's great. The main guy, the gambling guy, the fat dude. Yeah, he's my favorite. <laughs> How? Because he's so gross. Because he encompasses everything that you want to hate in a Stephen King film. Yeah. He's just the gross, fat, capitalistic guy who doesn't like his wife. <laughs> and Stephen King's like, you can like your wife because I want you to like your family, but your family's all going to die. So, <laughs> and I just thought he was so funny at the end and the way he became like such a simp for the devil guy. Yeah. And then the devil guy hooks up with that hot lady. Oh, the, the cop's wife, yeah. Oh my God. Everything was popping. I was like, to be fair... Although he's charismatic, I still wouldn't have done the devil guy unless he had a really nice Chanel handbag to offer me. It's the same as having oh, a sugar daddy. He had everything in that in that shop. Everything. Mm. Do you know what I s- uh, was when I was watching the movie? I turned to the person I was watching it with and I said, "What was the th- what is the thing?" And I was going to ask you this: What is the thing that he could offer you that you would do something bad for? <sighs> I know, right? Mine was mm. probably like I can eat anything, like the power to eat anything can stay thin, or like which actually touches on another one another of Stephen King <laughs> or probably like a mortgage free paid for beautiful house you know that's or a actually, Chanel handbag <laughs> that's actually a really tough one it is hard he d- literally he didn't come up with anything when we were watching it and I was like oh I want this I want this <laughs> I'm such a consumer I want these things but yeah like I, I, you could ask for a house that has no mortgage done I mean, that would be nice. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I would. I'm I would pay a mortgage. So there you go. I would kill a human good. for that in this economy. <laughs> I would do it. I would kill a human. Do you remember when you would rent movies and it would say you wouldn't steal a handbag or CC- CDs? You wouldn't download this for free. And I'm like, I'd download a house for free right now if I could. Do you know what I mean? I'm downloading everything. I don't know. Maybe a signed copy of the Stephen King book. That would go down nice. What would you do for it? I would kill people for a mortgage-free house i don't i don't want to discriminate the audio listeners i'll just kill anyone um, <laughs> <laughs> just like everyone i know is kind of like she she gonna come for me <laughs> oh would i kill my friends yeah i'll think about it later. not for a signed copy maybe no for the, the house. house the house oh, maybe the house yeah. what would you do for your signed copy you get to shake hands with the king man and he says you know paul i th- I, th- I thought that podcast was great <laughs> Especially the after eight minutes. Yeah, he really loves the (laughs) podcast. He compliments you. He comes to your house. He meets your wife. You shake hands. He gives you... you, Your wife cooks a lovely casserole. I don't know what your wife can cook. Oh, pretty much everything. Great. Your wife puts on a spread, you know, and Stephen King's like to your wife, this is is the most beautiful meal I've ever had. And she's like, oh, Stephen, thank you. (laughs) I'm just getting into this. And he's like, Stephen, thank you. And you're like, thank you so much. He's like, I would love to come again. Here's your signed copy of the book. You get that. You have to do something bad. You have to... Run over a bunch of puppies. <gasps> oh, not when I've got a puppy in. I know you have. That's why I said it. An apocalyptic event outside. I would go on a murdering spree for that. 
for that evening with the king man. Yeah. But you wouldn't run over a box of puppies. No. Neither would I. No. <laughs> We're both just like people, people to need. hell. <laughs> All right, you have to set fire to a school bus of children. You don't know these kids. They're not your children. <laughs> You've never met them. Um, that's what you have to do. No. Really? Yeah. Remember, remember, what a lovely meal. I've had a lovely time. Yeah, no. They need to have lived a bit of life before I take it. I would be out there with a (laughs) flamethrower. All right, you set fire to a bus of delinquent teens who've been shoplifting because you're a security guard at the, the mall where we work. Delinquent teens, Paul. They hit their mothers. They're ungrateful for their beans on toast dinner. Terrible members of society. <laughs> what would we do? I think it Taser would be... them. Okay. In the eyes? Mm. Great. So in exchange for tasering, how many people would you fit on a bus? 30? 30 teens in the eyes. Paul would have a evening dinner with Stephen King and your family. Would you kick your wife and kids out so it could be one-on-one king time? Hell yeah. Oh my God, your <laughs> wife just listens to it. She's like, I just made the lovely meal, Paul. Why are you hypothetically kicking me out? Because I need some one-on-one time. One-on-one one time with the king, man. Yeah. You sit down on the porch. You've got a porch now. You know, you're drinking whiskeys. You're smoking together. I don't know if you smoke. I vape. You vape. So, yeah. Stephen King works out with vape. He's got a spider on it. He's really creepy. Um, you know, you just vape. You're in the moment. That would be lovely. Anyway, so Stephen King. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only... Oh, secondary on that list, we watched The Mist. We're not talking about the Netflix TV series, which I watched. I had never seen the movie before. And you were like, oh yeah, blah, 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 The Mist. And I was like, okay, yeah, I've seen the TV show. They're in a shopping mall. There's bugs outside, whatever. I'm, I'm ready for this. This is very Stephen King-esque. And I remember you came up to me and I was like, I just watched The Mist. And you were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, the ending? Honestly, one of the most frustrating endings to anything now that's why I wanted to talk to you about because we had a very brief chat and then you had to go back to work and I had to go back to all these conversations are at work so they're very brief and you said I think we you said you you put yourself in his shoes and that's why it's frustrated yeah. you so much explain it really that has. as well I don't know if anyone's seen it but uh, basically he kills his kids <laughs> yeah he the whole story set up about um, him his wife who stays at home and then uh, they go to the supermarket to get stuff after quite a nasty storm and uh, as they're in the supermarket this mist sets in mm. with some very very nasty things buggies, hiding in it little buggies and octopuses and weird things yeah Fun and things. Uh, yeah as it goes right at the bitter end they do make uh, an escape for it after dealing with some uh, them and an elderly couple isn't it yeah is him it's his different son in the book it's him, his son, and two old people in the bo- in the film. Who's in the in the book? Um, it's uh, the old lady and a female who he is sleeping with <gasps> in the supermarket. Wait, because he no, because the woman's also there. Yes, 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 yes. In the film, the woman is there, and he. It's hinted at that they used to date. Ah, in, in the book, he actually is sleeping with her I'm in the manager's a- office. Oh, I'm having a revelation. <laughs> I haven't read a lot of Stephen King books in my time. I'm more of a factual reader, you know, I'm, I'm reading to take in the facts. Um, but I'm feeling like I've missed out on a lot of softcore Stephen King pornography. Yeah. Which yeah. is a shame. Wow. He's So, yeah, he's in the car with the lady he had a crush on in the movie, his son and these two old people. And they get to the point, don't they, where they're like, oh, I think they ran out of gas or something yeah, like that. they had. And so the dude, the daddy, daddy shoots everyone, but he survives. Yeah, I think he was about to when mm. he looks out of... Well, I think he gets out of the car. Yeah, cries. the whole emotional... Yeah. 
Best bit. And then Stephen King loves that. <laughs> then you see the uh, people coming to save them. The army come. They've got flamethrowers like me with the children's bus. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he's just like, it's literally minutes. He's still crying over the sun, shooting his son in the face. Yeah. Why did that frustrate you? Is it just because he Like I said, I waited? put myself purely in his feet right mm. from word go, right in his shoes. So yeah. for me... Obviously, as you know, I'm a dad. I've got two kids myself. Yeah. I would never, ever yeah. even contemplate that. So the fact that he did it and then got rescued moments later, yeah. how frustrating is that? It's just... I would fight to the bitter end. But would you make your son fight to the bitter end? I would fight for him. Wow. Father powers. Yeah. They say when you have children, you are like biologically, instinctively designed to take care of them. I haven't got kids. I don't think I would fight that much for my dog. I, I would, would protect do her. Anything. Wow. So you wouldn't shoot him in the face with a six-barrel no. revolver in a in a what would look like a Buick car? <laughs> it's not the best car, you know, like that. No, it that's why it was so frustrating for me because, like Buick. I said, I was in. Yeah, the Buick. <laughs> who, who would drive that? <laughs> Come on. Have yeah. some style about it. Have some style. Shoot him in a Ferrari, two-seater. No, do the um, Mercedes that uh, mm. Leland Gaunt was driving at the beginning of uh, Needful Things. Yes, yeah, stylish, classy. I yeah, love that's it. That's beautiful. You could fit a lot of people in there. Or a Mercedes G-Wagon, bougie. <laughs> um, it is a very stressful film. That part, I remember, as I said, I'd seen the beginning of the movie and I hadn't watched the end and I had no idea that that was going to happen. I thought they were going to like, you know, potter around for a while and it was going to be a standard ending. And I was like, we've come so far. Not that many people had been killed, really, if you think no, about the threat. Yeah. So I was kind of like, oh, it's it's a mid-range Stephen King film like Pet Cemetery, where not again, not that many people have been killed. But um, yeah, he just shoots his son in the face and the woman he loved, and it's which yet again is different to the book. Oh yeah. Mm. So what happens now? If it's a Stephen King book, I'm assuming orgy. No, no. <laughs> just orgy Not in the, the car. Father and something. No, no, no. no, no. Well, some no, just films it. I don't know <laughs> what's going no, on. They um they basically pull up at a restaurant. It's like a big U shaped area in there and they're hiding and he's almost writing it like a diary entry and they still mm. have 90 miles worth of gas in the car and he leaves it on the side and says i hope that one day i can come back and read this mm. we're gonna go and try and escape and uh, yeah they go off leaving what we are reading on ah, the side so, so you never know you never know whether they're dead alive whether they made it or not which i kind of like because it yeah it could lead on to something else or it just yeah. leaves you thinking he got that g-wagon that was what happened. So yeah, the books are so different. This is what we discussed in the first podcast when we were going off about The Shining versus The Shining, the TV series, which is the one perfectly based on the book. And I absolutely adore the TV series of The yeah, Shining. the TV based series is by so good. We're uh, 25 minutes in and I'm going to talk about it. Oh, I think his name is James Weber, the actor who's in the TV series. So hot. So hot. <laughs> Such a hot crush. I can't say he does anything for me, but hey. I, in, any, in all of these movies, there was no one I thought was hot. I was very disappointed. Apart from the hot police cop wife lady. I don't discriminate. I'll, I'll, I'm fine. Oh, she was hot. She was hot. She was hot. I was down for her. There wasn't any daddy material. But yeah, I think that they nailed it on the head with Stephen King, um, the shining one, the daddy. What's his name? I'm in love with him. I should know his name. Man I Love Mysteriously, who also played the principal in Netflix series 13 Reasons Why. You're a hottie. Oh, the uh, characters, the main character in The Shining, Jack Torrance. Yes, who's the actor that plays him? What, in the film or in the TV, TV series, series version? Oh. <gasps> let's look it up. Let's look it up, everyone. Audio listeners, I'm reaching for my phone. Do you know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to do it as who's the principal in 13 Reasons Why? Because, like, literally... 
I'm offline. I can't. It's a. He's hot. That's all that matters. He was in. A, he was in a Masters of Horror episode as well as Jennifer. And Jennifer. He's so good in that. I just. Ugh. I want to marry him. Even now he's old. He's a silver fox. We're getting off topic anyway. Anyway, we're getting I'm off topic. Screeching back to Needful Things. The wife, the cop's wife, mm. is actually. Ha- she has a part in Salem's Lot as well. If you didn't know that. Ooh. Repeat players, Stephen King. I haven't watched. Which does quite a bit. Remake of Silent Salem's Lot coming out. I cannot wait. Twenty twenty two, I do believe. I think, from what I've heard from my research, that they're actually remaking Christine. Now that would be good. It's a G wagon. And just to, <laughs> just <laughs> I want to, that so badly. Just to. Uh, Step back to the previous show. Yes, mm. I would run upstairs to get out of the way. My God, when he said that, that was genius. It was so clever, See, and none of he's us meant thought to of be it. a rifle. But I'm complimenting him right here. Pete, I know you're listening because you're such a good <laughs> friend, and you listen to every episode, and I always really appreciate that. Oh my God, I haven't slacked Jake off this week. I can't do an episode without talking about Jake. I'll get to Jake. I'll find something to talk about you with. Um, Pete listens to every episode. Such a stand, such a simp for the show. Very, very good. Look at when he said that to me. I just, I literally was like. Oh my god! Pure I ha- genius. I have nothing to. Re- but why did no one do that at any point in the movie ever? Like, come on! How come these people didn't think of it? And no idea. So dumb. Which brings me on to an interesting question: You're in the universe, yeah. the Stephen King universe. Who are you defeating? Who am I defeating? Because I'm defeating Children of the Corn, kicking them. Pete's popping off with Christine, running up flights of stairs. Mm. Who do you think you stand a chance against? Also, by the way, I do genuinely think of the new movies, I stand a chance against The Devil from Needful Things because I feel like he and I would be on the same wavelength and I would just manipulate him as well then. You'd just sit there having a cigar, a glass yeah. of whiskey. With we're him popping like, off. Yeah, yeah, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Who am I going to corrupt today? And then as soon as he trusts me, stab him in the face. Yeah. Done. Smother mm. him with a very tasteful pillow that I asked for. He'd be like, no, it's a cashmere. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard. Would you, would you survive the mist? Yes. Well, there you go. That's your one. Oh, would you survive Carrie? You get your period. You're in so high school. It's tough. See, the thing is, and like I said to you earlier, I watched Carrie last night. Now, it's this section where she is going ham. completely yeah. ham and everyone's dying, there's people sat on the floor looking after the lad that had just been knocked out from the bucket falling down. Oh, yes. Why did no one pick that bucket up and just knock her out? Oh. <gasps> I think that's your one then. <laughs> You're taking down... Because with the mist, who can you take down? Because there's no major villain. So I think, you know, because Christine's the major villain, I would take down Malachi and the, the man behind the rose. Malachi. Malachi! We have your woman. Uh, she lives. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could just um, womp her in the back of the... Is, kiss, what's her name? Is he Spacek? Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek. Yeah. I bet everyone loved her name in high school. I bet she encompassed that role with that name from high school. She felt high school bullying. That's a terrifying name. Yeah, you could womp her out. Yeah. Good for Grab you. Grab that bucket. You hit that, you hit that hit teenage woman. <laughs> <laughs> she just go. was on her period. Get over it. Calm down. <laughs> we have to... Ladies ovulate every 28 days. You know, you don't see me taking down a prom. Just get a hot water bottle, some chocolate. I'm competent. Some I'm dealing off with you it. Go. I'm off. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> killing everyone I know and love. I'm doing that for that Chanel handbag. Slash my house without a mortgage. It's and so I'm tasering people in the eyes. Mm, so, okay. I don't know though. That night with Stephen King. That's nice. That would be good. It's worth it. You could. You could pitch ideas. Mm-hmm. Haunted lamps. <laughs> <laughs> tasering people. 
<laughs> tasering. You're uh, my Stephen King idea is haunted lamps, but you're living in a town of moths, and Ooh, Mothra I, comes. I like moths. Do you? I do. What if one went in your mouth? I chew it. <laughs> I would I chew it with pleasure. Why I said that? <laughs> it just pops in your mouth. You get a little lamp. Yeah, there's a bunch of lamps. The lamps aren't functioning correctly, and then there's a load of moths that come. It's cicada season. Oh God, it's a cicada and moth. Who knows? We're talking about Stephen King. Anyway, that's my that's <laughs> Stephen. If you're listening, that's my pitch for a book. I've copyrighted it. Don't take it. I don't want you to. Killer and lamps and chewing on moths. Mm, was that to be a great movie and a, a book so thick it's thicker than the Bible. Big print. Um, it's, like, <laughs> it's one page. Just like there was a lamp, there was a moth. Someone turned the lamp off. The end. Um, what was the other the movie? The other movie. The other one. The other one on my list was yes. Dreamcatcher. Didn't watch it. Couldn't find a copy. Not illegally. I'm not illegally doing things. Didn't find a copy on Prime. I actually on have it on DVD. Oh. See, now I watched the trailer, um, but I didn't watch it. And it seemed, out of all the ones that we'd watched, it seemed like the most un-Stephen King one. Tell us a little bit about Dreamcatcher. <laughs> As with uh, quite a few of his stories... Um, Set around a group of four lads who are lifelong friends. Um, Gay. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> We're all good pals. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, it's, oh, hang on. Was it a book? Yeah. They all gayed off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't PC. They were all having... They were exploring their sexuality, I am sure, in the book. Am I right? I haven't actually read it. This is You're going to go away and read that book. And I'm literally, I'm going to see you. And you're going to be like, yeah, they all uh, ham sandwiched each other to death. <laughs> Anyway, carry on. So, four friends who four may friends. or may not be gay. They. Um, I'm open to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, they uh, come across a young lad um, who is being bullied quite badly mm. by some older children. Now, in the Big film, mm. in the film, the lad that they rescue is dying from leukemia. Jesus, it's bleak already. <laughs> <laughs> But in the book, he actually has Down syndrome. So there's oh, okay. obviously it's too completely... But anyway, they rescue him. Mm. And um, yeah, they uh, they get what I can only describe as minor powers. Sick, my dream. <laughs> but um, yeah, it fast forwards to when they're older mm. and they're going on a camping trip in the, a lodge. And, this is getting... No, this is not... Broke they back all mountain vibes. Continue, continue. Um, it's snowing outside. Romantic. All they see is yep. animals running past. Sorry, I've just hit a screen. Paul's so trying to break my million dollar <laughs> triple monitor setup. Carry on, it's fine. We're surviving. All these animals running past, and an army helicopter's going over as well. So, Jesus. Like, what is going on? Um, then a weird large guy appears. Santa? Feeling quite unwell. They yeah. let him rest in one of the rooms. Right. He then needs to go to the bathroom. Of course. Which um, the, some of the sounds and the visuals that you get, I know I'm Ew. not allowed to swear. Ew. But um, yeah, it. Um, he drops Someone's got IBS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he drops something off at the pool. Jesus. Um, but when they go in to check on him, there's this weird red, almost like fungi type stuff, moss everywhere. It sounds like one of the creep show episodes where those people get covered in the moss. Yeah. If you remember the that very, that one, it was weird, but it was green, but yes. Oh, this was red. Okay. And anyway, there was a worm-like thing in the toilet. Ew. With like little prongs and yes. And he's lying on the floor with his buttocks in the air. 
I did not watch this movie. I'm it's... really trying to sort of not swear. So you. His butt was out. <laughs> yeah. His posterior right this way, was look on, at my butt. on display. This um, is the weirdest Stephen King description of a movie. Anyway, they managed to stop this worm thing from escaping the toilet. Put yes. The, put the seat down. Like you do in Australia. My sister lives there and snakes come out the toilet. Carry on. And one of them sits on it to try and stop it from coming out. Right. Um. Yeah, anyway, I'm going to fast forward because I'm concentrating way too much on, on the this butt, guy on the, the toilet. butt toilet scene. <laughs> but yeah. Um, the video of the <laughs> shops just worn out on that scene where you rewound it loads. The guy's like, yeah, you really like the movie, but only for about 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a specialist. It's the bum scene. It's a specialist. <laughs> but, um, I'd love that. Yeah, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Basically, it's about an alien invasion. Right. Uh, there's someone or an alien trying to put his eggs into the local water system to then populate this area what and the young lad in the film with leukemia oh no um he is actually an alien himself and he's been sent to protect and uh yes it's very good was he an alien but he just decided to fake having leukemia for sympathy i it doesn't really explain it much in the film but he did yeah, but is I it because his alien vibes made him seem like he had leukemia? You never know. You never know. He's I'm faking it have for the to likes. Read this book just to get the fine tuning of it. Have to read the book to tell me if everyone is gay. And yet again, Morgan Freeman is in this. Film. What? Yes, you're <laughs> right. In the trailer, I remember going, "Oh, look, he's in another." Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One... My God, read the book and find out if they're gay for me. I, you I know, will. Just get will. on. Because you've got so many Stephen King books at the moment. You A keep ridiculous. posting pictures. Yeah, I think in the last week I've maybe bought nine. And I've got another two that have been dispatched. Sorry, audio <laughs> listeners, that Van was just letting you know that she is here. She's so hot today. She hasn't got the energy to upset us with the giggly wiggly. Are you all right, Val? Yeah, she's perfectly fine. She's having a little sweep. Usually she's digging around, causing all kinds of trouble. And it's too hot for her. And my house is surprisingly cool. It's, it, it's for a lot cooler than that train. Yeah, <laughs> Paul came on the train here. Let's be disgusted at Southern Rail. No AC. No, I was sweating on it. Write a letter of... Com- and you can't open the windows now. No. Well, there was tiny windows, but they were broken. Lie. There's no AC in the hospitals at the moment. Audio listeners, for historical reference, it's like 37 degrees outside today. Most people in England are dying because we don't know how to cope with it. Well, the Spanish sit there and laugh and eat tapas at us. Oh, yes, 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 you're getting the notes out. Um, I will 
review i will watch this movie i i do feel you like do i need to, i do yeah. feel like the, the one, i will find a copy of it somehow some way it wasn't on prime it was not on netflix that was a nightmare um what are you looking at in your little notes i was actually looking at the Dreamcatcher notes ah so. what, what important notes have you have you got there anything it's just a basic rundown on ah. characters um who was your favorite character oh it'd have to be the uh the young lad in the, the film the alien leukemia yeah duddits the liar We'll he call him from as, now. He was known as Duddits. That's an odd name. Well, that was a sort of a nickname because he had he struggled to speak. His ah. actual name was Douglas Cavill, but mm. he called himself Duddits, and he, Duddits. he quite often sung the Scooby Doo theme tune. Scooby Doo, but it was Ooby Ooby Oo. Ooby Oo. Just going to do a plug. Uh, the Halloween special on this show is we're doing Scooby Doo. By the way, everyone, October's <laughs> episode will be a actual special on Scooby Doo. And that's the end of my plug. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think more people are really excited about that, that I have to sit through all these Scooby-Doo movies that I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch like three or four of the big hitters of the animated ones. And why not? Because i got to sit through all the Scooby-Doo movies. I was like, everyone expects you to cover Halloween at Halloween. Now nah, we're going to do Scooby-Doo. It's going to be funny. It's going to be great. I might watch live actions. Like I say, I've got two kids, so I've been subjected to have these Have you watched years. some of them? Yes. The live action one's got Matthew Lillard in it. I love I him. Know. He's in Scream. He's sexy. <gasps> Matthew Lillard's so sexy. I can talk about that for at least an hour on the podcast. <laughs> also has Buffy in it. So. Yes, 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 yes. And she's a redhead. Yes. And she's with her husband in that movie in real but life. Weirdly, she's not my favourite female out of all the group. Are you, a, are you a Velma guy? I'm a Velma guy. I see Velma porn all the time. It's insane. <laughs> I don't think she's that hot. Well. I don't know. I don't know. She's gay. There's always the theory that she's gay. For me. She's gay for pay. <laughs> There's always the theory that Velma's a lesbian, that Paul, no, Daphne and Fred are together, and then no one knows about Shaggy. He's just a hippie. Bestiality. Hot with a Great Dane. <laughs> Pop off. So those are some of the topics we'll be covering in the Halloween special, and I have to watch goddamn Scooby-Doo animated movies, which is crazy. Um, where were we talking about Dreamcatchers? Everyone's in Dreamcatchers. I haven't watched it. Everyone's gay. Paul's going to go away and find out if they're gay, but you have to read Rage first because Rage... I do paul is very i i had a copy of rage um, which was the book that was taken off the shelves because there was a school shooting which i cut i touched upon in the last stephen king episode where i talk about how much i don't like looking into true crime school shootings anyway so i have a copy of that book and you haven't read it yet it's very it was interesting. actually linked to four separate school shootings what four separate ones which I is also why just deafened it, myself in there. <laughs> what what yeah, that's really? why he asked for it to be taken out of publication. Yes, because the uh, I think the catalyst was the main one was they found it in the boys' locker and there was pages highlighted and all this other stuff. On and then all four occasions, they were either linked to or wanted to recreate what they had read or mentioned it while they were being interviewed. Stephen King is like a cultural phenomenon, even when he doesn't want to be. Yeah. Like literally, even when he doesn't want to be. I watch him on interviews. He's so charismatic. He's so good. Um, question, question, question. I I did have because you keep telling me to watch Castle Rock. I do. It is on my watch <laughs> list. Annoyingly, Amazon Prime told me it was on Prime, and then it wasn't. And I was like, well, this is a nightmare. I need season two, and I want to start from the beginning. I don't want to jump in. So season two is beautiful. I know, but I need to watch one first, don't you I? Do. I you do. do. Yes, yes, yes. Um, if you, someone gives you. $100,000, would you live in Castle Rock? Yes. <laughs> You're like, yeah, just the alien I, gay boys and the uh, needful things. I don't care. I'm there. Yeah. What about the risk to your life? It'll be fun. Do you know what? It wouldn't be a dull day. 
No. There's no going home to your wife and kids at Castle Rock. I'll just be sat there on the side with Leland Gaunt in mm. his shop, having whiskey, talking about things yes. that we could be getting up to. Cujo eats your face. No, he'll be my pet. Do you think Cujo's in Castle Rock? Uh, it's just outside, from what I believe. Jesus Christ. Because if you remember when, at the beginning of Cujo, they mm. pulled up at the first garage and he's yeah. like, no, don't go to him, he's rubbish. Go to this other guy, which is why they drove up to where Cujo was so I believe it's just on the outskirts of Castle Rock so is this I mean you're much more traversed you're literally the biggest Stephen King fan I know there's no shade to Pete Uh, but he's coming back to do a non-Stephen King Pete Pete just jumps do you know what I said to him I said you should come and you should hide behind the couch for like an hour and then at the end I'll just tell you to come out and he'd be here and he was like yeah that'd be weird and I was just like I I feel that you're saying in this heat he wouldn't be jumping out from behind that Pray for Mojo. He'd be so hot, like just so gross. But um, maybe a Stephen King part three with both of us back. We talked about that as well. We did talk about that because you you know you both have good energy and good charisma, and I enjoy that on a podcast. And you know, there's so much more. To, even now, we're not covering like so much of it. <laughs> exactly. I can't even think what we're not covering because I can't even think. Do you know what really crushed me? It really shocked me as well. Is when you put the Shawshank Redemption on my list, and I was like, oh God, yes. And the Green Mile. The Green Mile. And there's things, beautiful film. There's things that I don't think that are Stephen King films, and then I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, I think that you is. Mentioned, oh, you or Pete last time mentioned the Running Man, which I've never seen. Yes, what? that's one of. The, no, <laughs> am I am I outcast from? I am the film critic, listeners, audio Stand listeners. Stand by me. Yeah, with them, um, Corey Feldman. Yeah. Mm, mm. Beautiful film. Hydration alert, listeners. It's very hot outside today. Make sure you're hydrating. I'm hydrating. Can you hear? I have smart water. It's got electrolytes in it. I'm bouge. High quality H2O. High quality H2O, everyone. Hydrate up today. Uh, everyone's listening to this probably in like December and they're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> it's very hot. It's disgusting. I went outside for 20 minutes today and I feel upset. Walking from my place to the train station. Oh, I look like I've been swimming. You so. seem dry now, if it's any consolation. I'm slightly moist. Has your wife's car got AC? <laughs> yes. Oh, thank God. It's a brand new car, so it's going to be pumping the AC on the way here. And My uh, AC is opening the windows and allowing the movement to cool me down. But today the air is hot, so I'm fearing <laughs> later when I go to the skate jam. What up, skate crew, who I'm going to go see later. Vince, how are you? You're on a podcast with me soon. Um, yeah, it's just going to be hot air. The movement creates the coolness. So that's my plan of failure. Um, so yeah, next time, me, Pete, you, let's bring it. Tentacles? Tentacles everywhere. Something weird <laughs> Stephen Kingy that I can't think about, like cujos and tentacles and i'll probably have my period and it'll be a nightmare a kakofka nightmare a stephen king nightmare i think i would live in i think i would live in castle rock i think i'd live in a lighthouse that would be an awesome place to live to yes be fair. that's where i would live you want to live in the shop fine go off it's a nice shop oh the bakery next door <gasps> you'd get fat mm. <laughs> yeah you'd get pudgy. you'd get pudgy were you fat not fat fat i love how we're just like stephen king but were you fat <laughs> When were you fat? Oh, no, no, no. I remember because you would come to work and tell me that you'd lost weight. Exactly. Yes, very good. I remember those times, the weight loss times. The weight loss times, which was weirdly only just over a year ago. I don't remember fat you, which means you weren't that fat. Uh, (laughs) Those shirts hide a multitude of sins. Thank God. Covering up like a (laughs) moo-moo. Moo-moos are my absolute... I saw a woman and her child wearing matching moo-moos the other day, and then they ate a bag of Maltesers, and I was quaking. (laughs) I was like, moo-moos, ew. <laughs> and then the Malteser, I was like, 
No, I have to leave this environment. What are you doing with I, your life? I have to leave this. Giving your child not only a matching moo and then feeding him Ortiz. I can't get into this on the podcast. That is the greatest horror. It is terrifying. Anyway, I was very upset. I text people about that. No moo I text people. I said, I've seen two people wearing matching moo eating Maltesers. That's why I was upset. So I was upset. It's upsetting. Have a have an aqua. Have a smart water. You know, low calorie. No calorie. No calories. It's brilliant. Anyway, no. yeah, I'd live in the lighthouse, popping off. Um, there was the other outside of Stephen King and living in Castle Rock and it's all having a great time. Um, I was going to say, what is of all time, not off the list, the ultimate Stephen King film? Ultimate one. I'm going to have to say Shawshank, although it is on the film. Yeah, Shawshank. It was on is, the list. Yes. Is probably one of the greatest films ever made. And it's funny because anyway. it's not typical Stephen King. Exactly. It's not got the horror element. Which a lot of his latest porn. stuff hasn't. I feel like he went into the uh, late 90s and did try and chill out a bit. Late 90s, early 2000s. I feel like that was when King was like, oh, I'm going to dab my, you know, dip my toe. Because the 80s and the early 90s was all Children of Corn, Pet Cemetery. Carrie was the 70s, wasn't it? Um, Christine was like, the 80s, I think. Yeah, he he went, yeah, he went really into the sort of, this is my formula. This is my horror. This is where I'm going through. Because he, he'd obviously got much more TV fame from Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. So I feel like he really sort of ran with that in the 80s because yeah. of that. And in the 90s, yeah, you had this more toned down psychological vibe. Yeah. Audio yeah, listeners, can you hear Val supping her aqua? Hydration alert. Thank you, Val. We're all drinking our water. <laughs> Thank you so much. She's so pleased with herself. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm hydrated too. So really, Shawshank. Anyway, yeah, we're just yeah. all like, oh, the dog. <laughs> Shawshank, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised with that one. Yeah. I love how none of us have ever said The Shining. And it's the most famous one. <laughs> you can hear her. She's yeah. here. She's wanting here. attention. Giggly, wiggly. No. It, no one has said The Shining. Like, it's weird. Like you say, the TV series are by far better than the film. And Although, so I still like it. the film. Really? I can't stand it. I do, but I can understand why King himself didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't do much research, but I know that he, he basically was like, you made... One of the main reasons was is he didn't like how Wendy was portrayed. That and um, Jack Torrance. Yes, because he's, yeah. he's a lot more loving in the TV series. It, I think he said he was like way too crazy too early. Mm. And obviously Jack Nicholson's well known for being yeah. quite outlandish. Um, yeah. And he said he wanted to see this character slowly descend into madness because yeah. of the effects of the hotel. So to have someone who you look at instantly go, yeah, you're going to be crazy. Yeah, and I think that Jack Nicholson's literally crazy with it. Even, even when he's in the interview, if you remember the scene in the Stanley Kubrick film, he seems uh, kind of unhinged. Wired yeah, in he's, some yeah, ways. He's wired, he's unhinged. And you can just tell from the minute he gets there, and you're like, is this your personality? Like, even on the drive in that scene in the car on the way up there, I'm like, you're a bit weird already. Like, do you know what I mean? This isn't going to go well. But when you watch the Stephen King one, he's, he's such a family man. He's yeah. such a good guy. He's so in love with his wife. And I think my main, again, my personal reason is the same as King's. Wendy in the Kubrick one, God, nightmare, quivering mess, can't stand it. In the King book, I've, I've always found that as well with King films. He represents women very well. Yes, definitely. And that's really always fabulously appreciated, especially because women go one of two ways in horror. 
don't they? They're either the, the hero or they're just tragically going to get killed straight away. Screaming in a corner, like, why are you screaming? They're running, right on the other side of that door. Running up the stairs when you should be going down. Oh, no, I'm going to trip I'm right gonna in trip. front of you. <laughs> just the scary movie, <laughs> picking up the banana scene again. It's just everything. <coughs> um, but, yeah, she, she's so good in his version of it. She's so good. She's so, like, strong and stands her ground. And it's literally, like... I think that this is garbage. Let's get out of here. Like really arguing her point all the time. And I'm like, I really admire her. And she just is so much more developed. Yeah. Wendy is not developed in Kubrick's work. No, definitely not. And you find that in a lot of uh, King's work. He really does develop the characters, which mm. is why you, I mean, like I say, I read a lot of his work. Yeah. You feel for these people. He says he's a writer of people, not necessarily horror. Yeah he will make you care about someone in some way, shape or form, yeah. put them in, in an impossible situation just to see how that goes. Do you know, you, you saying that, it just made me think, and it's very interesting because we touched upon, my, one of my personal favourites, if you take Children of the Corn, I love Children of the Corn for the wrong reasons. If I, It's a great film, it's to be so fair. Fantastic. The first one only, though. Yeah, yeah, the, the, well, the other was trash. <laughs> no. The second one I could tolerate for about an hour, and then I'm like, I'm out. But like that's the thing with Pet Cemetery is is an all time for me. It's a classic. It's a great book. It's a great movie. And that's the thing. What you just said made me think. It's a very good point. Is when he buries his son, when he buries his wife, you're seeing him. Like you said, it's you are so empathizing with this guy yeah. who's at the point of clipping, <coughs> the point of desperation because he's lost everything. Yeah, and I mean we'll refer back to say it, mm. for instance. It's not necessarily about Pennywise. It's no. about that group of friends. Yeah. Each one of them has their own little thing. Like Beverly, we know, Ho. although it's hinted <laughs> at, well, apart from the... Uh, Being a hoe. Apart from, you know, apart from that, but No, no, the no, fact I don't want to say that she's a hoe. She's sh young. She's experimenting. Not only that, no it's shame. what her dad puts her through as well, which is hinted yes. at quite heavily through, but it's... They've had to cut a lot of it out because obviously they can't show certain things. I in. can imagine. But you can, like, yeah, I think in the remake, he's spraying himself with a perfume. You're yeah, still my little girl and all that. That was weird, yes. Yeah, it's a lot more than that. And obviously, you've got Mike, who mm. is the only black kid in what the is whole predominantly town. Yeah. a white town. Um, mm. Yeah, and you've got, like, Billy. Yeah, yeah. Who's got the stammer or stutter, yeah. or whichever one it is. Makes um, fun of in the olden days. You've got Ben, who's the fat kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, Stan, who's that nerdy, nerdy yeah. one. And then they you've got Richie, who's almost like the ADHD kid who just cannot yeah, shut up. Richie. I love him. love Richie. I love Richie. Um, he's probably my favourite out of the lot, if I'm I like Richie honest. when he's older more. Yeah. I don't know why, but I found that his character was really good when he's older. And it's very true. And, 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 and all of those facets that he gives each character in it... Um, you can relate to at you least can relate, one, of, yes. one of them. And you can imagine, you know, no shade. As we, we're joking around when we talk about her being a hoe. But, you know, she's clearly a girl that comes from an abusive household who thinks that's how you show love. You know, which isn't not true. That is a way that people sometimes deal with trauma and abuse. And obviously, when she's older, you see her in an abusive relationship yep, with someone happens. that's very much like her father. Yep, trauma bonding is a thing. And I remember personally, which is funny that we say that, is watching that, rel I related to that because, you know, I had a, I'm not going to go into obviously the huge depth, but not the most pleasant childhood. And I went years and years and years and years and years with abusive and traumatic partners who would treat me badly because you are taking trauma bonding. And I'm sure there's people who watched that movie in the 80s where racial segregation was still yeah. a thing and felt you know for the young kid or you know where 
it wasn't we didn't have body positivity either there it could relate to billy it could relate to the guy with the stamina you know and that's very clever and again it's the same as we were talking about it's strange that it all comes full circle is how you told me how you felt about the mist is almost how we should feel about every stephen king yeah where you have to put yourself in their shoes and i remember just the devastation in him carrying his wife to bury her in pet cemetery and he's so consumed by grief he was like i'm gonna do it right this time that madness and way the way he said it i was like we've all felt that desperation that grief not to lose something to be fair when i'm reading most of his books if there's a lead male character in some Mm. way shape or form i do tend to try and relate to them in some way shape or form find a common ground and he makes it so easy because it then makes me want to sort of find out how i'm going to survive in the book if you would and that's an interesting thing about all these Stephen King books, all these Stephen King movies and stuff. I think that, you know, we do all sort of kind of think, and outside of me putting questions out there for, you know, the sake of the podcast, you know, there are Stephen King movies where I go, oh, I would just drive away from the children of the corn. I would just, you know, Pete yeah. was just like, I'd just walk up the stairs if Christine came for me. Like, we've all related because he does such, he is the king of character development. And there is a lot of moral stuff mm. worked through everything that he's ever done. So, yeah. And I think as well, Carrie is a really good... The remake of Carrie, trash. I'm not a massive fan. Didn't like I, it. If I think of Carrie, I always see Sissy. Yeah, what was it? Chloe Sevion, I think her name is. She... Uh, I'm probably butchering her name. She was toted as quite the scream queen at the time. So yeah. I understand why they cast her, but I feel like they shouldn't have cast her. Yeah. Like, I get why the movie execs were like, this is the person. But yeah, it, I say so her name was huge at the time. Yeah, so. she'd done so many horror movies. But I think they should have gone down the path like they did in It when it was more like unknown people. And that was interesting because I think the only famous one off it is the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. The boy with the glasses. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Someone, someone I work with always tells me his name and I always forget. He was the only one who had any kind of massive career at that point. And oh my God, you're wearing Stranger Things socks. I am. I've only seen <laughs> the first season. I love it. Really? Yeah. I'm indifferent and to here's it. Here's a little bit. Oh, the yeah. Duffer Brothers oh, yeah, actually so wanted to direct one of the It remakes, Ooh. but they were told they didn't have enough experience. Ridiculous. So they got told to come back at another point, mm. and um, yes, that's when Stranger Things started to come out. I was going to say, there's the same vibes. One. They've actually said that they're going to do another one of King's films <gasps> called The Talisman. I've heard of that. But and I don't know anything about it. Geeky fact. Geek me out. I'm ready, Paul. We should have a jingle for that. While Max is in hospital, mm. she is being read a book. Oh. This is season four stuff. Oh, season four Stranger Things? And yes, uh, yes, yes. it is actually Stephen King's The Talisman that he oh. is reading. What a little Easter egg you've mm. just presented there. See, I couldn't get past season two of Stranger Things. I don't know why. I don't know why. Persevere. It only gets better. Really? You need to see Eddie. Okay, weird thing about Stranger I'm gonna just I'm, I'm sure you will love Eddie. This is gonna be the thing that people are gonna go, What are you talking about? And it's really true. The girl seven or eleven. L. L. Thank yeah. you. She looks like someone I hate in real life. So I struggle <laughs> to watch it because I look at her face and I'm like, I really don't like her. Like then her attached f- to someone else. Yeah. Like Dustin. Uh, yeah, and I'm just I can't I, I can't watch the show. Dustin's the one with no teeth. Yes. Oh look at me knowing something. Yes. It's almost as if I work for a film company. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Once again, like my boss is probably like, she knows nothing. Why has she got this show? Why are you doing this? I do know things. I do. I, I know. I know some things. I know that it's hot today, 
and I know who I find attractive. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I literally can't watch the show because I cannot, every time I see her face, I'm like, ugh. Like I'm so enraged <laughs> by this petty thing that of this person I hate that I can't. Well, it's, hopefully by season four, she's grown up a bit, so may have It's changed. worse now. She looks more like her. Ooh. I see her on celebrity things because she's quite the celebrity, the young lady, isn't she? she I see is. her, I think, well, you just look just like her now. It's awful. It's just <laughs> dreadful. I can't watch this show. I did enjoy the first two seasons. I did. Uh, I can't remember why I didn't watch season three, but everyone's popping off on season four. I know why I didn't watch season three. Because the society came out at the same time, and I much preferred that show, and I watched it. Well, I'm requesting you carry on watching Stranger Things. Like you have to watch Dreamcatchers and tell me that everyone's gay. Well, I'll be reading it. Yes, reading. <laughs> sorry, God, if they're gay, I'm. I shall give myself a pat on the back for knowing that everyone is gay in Stephen King. I feel like I've. Um, do you know what else we never touched upon? What's that? It was the Creep Show series. Do you like it? Because if I you do. remember, Pete doesn't like it, which I found Ooh. interesting fisticuffs when we do number rivals three. rivals 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 yes we could talk about creep show because isn't there loads of them there is i only have number one well we need to try and find them and uh, i have the one where there's an episode with leslie nielsen in it i think that's the actors no no it's no it's been no. a long time since i've watched the guy from airplane is in one of the ones i've got on dvd and he buries this couple up to their neck in sand and then they come back as like weird swamp monsters that's that's like season that's one that's just a normal day in Thurnit. Really is, especially in this heat. People are going to be looking disgusting. If you're on the beach, you're an idiot today. I'm just saying that. Seeing people walk their dogs. Idi- I saw someone with their dog out today. You would be disgusted. That makes me want to swear, and I know I'm not allowed. I know, and I thought, what are you doing? Yes, the dog was in the shade because they had a camper van, but they were playing ball with it, and I was like, well, it's running out. It's, it's, uh, me and poor avid dog pals dog fans my dog is laying on her side she looks like a christmas ham (laughs) and she's given up on life i'm sorry val it is hot it is meant to be cooling down right now she is gorgeous to be fair she should for the amount of money she cost (laughs) and she ate one of my taxidermy ferrets the first week she was here which was devastating to me but then i must have tasted good I shouldn't have left a taxidermy ferret out in a place where a dog could get it. I can hear you people commenting on it saying, well, it's my fault. I'm aware of that. But she'd only been there for a week. And my dog that I'd had for 10 years before her didn't care about them. Sorry, Susie. That's not even a real person. I've just made up someone's name. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put the, the thing away and it was a nightmare. Um, yes, yes, yes. He doesn't like creep show. Full circle. We're back to what we were talking about. <laughs> what we talking wow. about the dog. Yeah, he doesn't like it. We will need to discuss why he doesn't in more depth. He's a Kubrick boy as well. He likes the Stephen. He likes the the Stanley Kubrick. I will say for all of our dragging, and I did say this in the first one. It is a very stimulatingly beautiful looking film. I do like it for some mm. reasons, but I prefer the yes. series by yes. a long shot. Yes, yes, yes. I think that Kubrick is a master of cinematography. He Definitely. makes the st- he makes the hotel seem so big, which is very important. And I didn't get that vibe from the TV series. But you know, yes, it, it's nothing without the correct character. Do you know what else we haven't discussed? Sorry, my ADHD. Rose Red. Oh, I love that. Kingdom Hospital. <laughs> do you know what we should do? I've just Antibus. Oh, do you know what I've done? I've done it in my brain. All your listeners, my brain has worked. I am sure you're very excited. Stephen King Part Three, the TV series, is 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 TV series include Castle Rock. Oh, which means I have to watch Castle Rock. What a tragedy! No, really, I'm looking forward to it Castle so much. Castle Rock, Rose Red, uh, the Kingdom, uh, Kingdom Hospital, Hospital with Creep Show, Creep Show as well. But mm. with um, Rose Red, you've got the Diaries of Ellen Rimbauer. Yes, I've heard about I it, but not it. done it. Mm. I've heard. I love Rose Red. 
I do love rose red. I, funnily enough, do you know what? That's really funny because this, this correlates with something we're saying. I bought rose red for a pound from a closing down sale at a video shop. And I'm I was like, yes, I'm going to watch this. And I loved it. And I, I was like, do what have it on DVD. So do I. Yes, yes. Uh, I had the original copy of The Shining, the TV series of it. And someone, someone has taken it from me. I used to have it, but I don't know where it is. And I'm normally really careful with my films. It's me. I thefted it from you to replace my one that was thefted from me. We're in and a theft triangle. We are. Where is the other? Pete's gone got there? both of them. <laughs> Come here, Pete. I want it back. <laughs> He's just in deal watching my copy, then your copy. He's like, yeah. It's just annoying me. Yeah, we should do that because Rose Red is... I feel like no one knows about Rose Red. I talk about King with people sometimes. Like, oh yeah, Rose Red. And they're like, what? No, Rose Red's amazing. Rose Red was deadpan. People hated it. <laughs> I love how we're like... Do you remember the ones that everyone hated? The best ones. <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> Apart from uh, Shawshank Redemption. Everyone loves that. Is that a book? It is. Am I stupid? Yes. <laughs> I answered my the own book question. Yeah. was only a small book. And, um, thin. Very, very thin. It was <laughs> one of the uh, ones that he puts together. I'm trying to think it wasn't its full title, though. Oh. And, funnily enough, another one to bring back on the third episode. Pete loves The Green Mile. I haven't ever watched The Green Mile. Uh, we Ooh, haven't discussed You're going to love John Coffey. Is that, uh, is that the <laughs> person of colour, dude? That is. He is so good. He's, he's huge. He has bugs in his mouth. I know that. He is. Cicadas. They are cicadas. They are cicadas in his mouth. I'm obsessed with cicadas, audio listeners. Now, they live under the ground for 13 years, and that's just a nightmare within itself. I get obsessed with weird things. Cicadas is my current thing. I think about cicadas four or five times a day. Really? Mm. Mm. I can't say I've ever thought about cicadas. They live under the ground, dude. Really? I think cicadas are what comes out of his mouth. I watch videos of dogs eating cicadas. (laughs) They're the loudest insect in the world. So much we've learned. I'm going to have to look into this myself. <laughs> yeah, they live in America and they go underground and then they come out one, like at one time of the year and they fly around. They're the loudest insect ever and they make like proper loud noises and people are like, ah, oh, the cicadas are a nightmare and then they just die. Well, that's disappointing. I think cicadas are what comes out of his mouth. I Just again, the comments are probably like, you idiot, it's bumblebees or something <laughs> stupid like that. And I'm just like, well, cicadas for now. I haven't seen the movie. So I would have to watch... Which, weirdly, you were saying about me buying all these books. Yes. Green Mile was one of the ones I picked up. Ooh. Have you read it yet? Or is it on the list? It's on the list too. Your read. list is thick. It is. You're th- thick and ex- You're like Noah with an ark, but on the list is all the Stephen King books. Yes. And you just put them on the book, the ark. You put them on the book. I put them on the book. You put them on the ark, and you just sail around reading, and God's like, that wasn't what I wanted. And then you go, well, joke's on you, God, because you're not real. And that's that. King is God. Oh my god, imagine Stephen King in the clouds. His he wrote 2020 anyway, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, his so. big face comes down. <laughs> Paul, it was a lovely meal with your wife. <laughs> Shame you had to tell her to go outside with um, the children. <laughs> and then you tasted everyone. Um, oh my god, can't believe I got you to admit that you would taser a bunch of wayward teens for an evening with King. Yes, yes I would. I admitted to killing anyone just for a handbag slash house. Oh god, I thought you were going to say ham sandwich for a second there. I'm not gay. <laughs> Am I not? Sure, surely I'm the one making and distributing the ham sandwiches. Possible. I, audio listeners, it's the end of the episode. But if you don't know what ham sandwich means, it means hand job. <laughs> it's a weird, I'm surprised you picked up on that. Because I always call them hand sandwiches and everyone's like, what? Or a hammy chamois. Whatever you want to term it as. It's I'm classic. slightly more educated than some. 
Someone's been getting ham sandwiches from the wife. You said she was a good cook. She's a very good cook. Is she? I yes. can't cook. Although we're not having cook her. She's not cooking tonight, basically. <gasps> Are you? No. Who is? The children? No. Takeaway. Takeaway. Ooh, what are you getting? We're going to a fish and chip shop in Ramsgate that she can go to. Because she's got oh. celiac. No, 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 no. I... To hell with it, we're talking about this. Right, it's Shaky Shakies. <laughs> it is. We're plugging your brand, Shaky Shakies. I doubt you listen to the show, but if you are, yes, I know because I have vegan friends who go there. Apparently, it's lovely. Yeah, my wife's got celiac, oh. so I can't have anything oh. with uh, gluten. Oh, what a fun thing for you to do it, this so. evening. Yeah. Oh, and that's so lovely. I bet she's going to enjoy that. Does she not well, get to have those things normally? And not often. Wow, so she's excited. Yeah. Has she been there before? Yes. It's oh, like one of the favourites. Oh, so she oh, she's bookmarked. She's ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet she's pleased. Very. She's coming home from work. It's a hot day. She's and ready. We're just going to. Well, it's probably going to be me standing in the fish and chip shop. To be fair, you can eat while those they're in the car with the AC. I was going to say you, the children coming. More than likely, yes. Well, now you've got to pay for them. Because, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're going to see the chocolates. They're going to see them. They're going to take gonna them. They're going to have to fight for they're the gonna chocolates. They're going to take them. Um. Yeah. You, well, you could just drive the car into the building, surely. I, no, they must no, have they're AC. they're going to go up the stairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pete's just quaking right now. Um, we're nearly at the end of the episode. I haven't said anything about Jake. Jake, I didn't forget about you. You just don't... You haven't done anything this week. I haven't seen you. I'm sure you're somewhere eating food out of a can. Jake, if you are listening, I keep getting... Um, I keep getting other people... I could just phone him and tell him this, but no, we're doing this on the podcast. People keep submitting pictures of you through history, and then I post them on Facebook. <laughs> have you seen those where I, I post... have. He hasn't commented on any of them. I'm oh, very dare. I'm upset, Jake, because those aren't my submissions. People are going. Other people are now going out of their way to find pictures of Jake. They're making it go viral. Yes, and Jake is too busy being a teacher to comment on my things. No, he wants to taser all the children. That's what he. I'm, it's nearly the summer holidays. So, Jake, if you're listening, I know that your school breaks up. When is it? You have children. When do they break up? Uh, this week. Right. The children break up this week, Jake. Go back date all my things that I've sent you <laughs> and te- write something underneath fun fun for me to enjoy. And I'm probably going to see him in the week, but that's not the point. I like to talk about Jake on the podcast. And he's just like, I don't eat that much food out the can. And I'm like, I know you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to add at the end of that weird, you're going for chips bombshell? Mm. Delicious celiac free chips. Pete needs to bring it next time. Oh, I'm so excited for the pair of you in a room. <laughs> you both disagree on what flavours chocolate should be. Um, and yes, he doesn't like creep show and many other things. There's so many little things that we can do. It'll be fun. I've never had... Th- <gasps> Audio listeners, it'll be our first threesome. <sighs> not in real life. I mean, in real life, it's been disgusting at some points. But <laughs> in li- <laughs> not you and I, not me and Pete. No, no, no. one like that. But just in general, uh, it's... I had a great I've had great times and three anyway um, thank you for coming on the show oh, you're more than welcome thank you for having me I feel like we've covered King but I've also feel like we've gone on tangents Val has not destroyed anything which is lovely but we've heard her hydrate hydration alert at the end of the show everyone please make sure you hydrate we're all hyd- we've both drunk a lot of smart war this evening Val is third time supping good lord too hot to play with the giggly wiggly um, next episode I will remember Someone remember me. What am I doing? Next episode. Right, next episode I'm either doing Wes Craven with Vince. Shout out Vince, what up? Or I'm going to be doing another Pete episode. Good Mm. Lord, he's quite the regular. I'm going to be doing um, Extreme Gore. Real Extreme Gore film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Serbian film, Slaughterhouse Vomit Dolls. 
we're, you know, human centipede. We're going to get into like obscure, extreme gore. He made me watch a film called The Special where these people go to this prostitution parlor and there's like a box and you place your member within the box and it's the best experience you've ever had. And this guy like goes mad, steals the box, loses his wife and everything like that lives with this box in a weird airbnb and is like the box eventually like kills him so we're going to talk about like really odd gross gore films so that may be next or it's vince depending on who's coming whoever i can nail down because everyone does this for free which i'm always so grateful for i do pay them in candy i don't know what gift you can give someone for like gore porn which is what we're going to talk about i'll um i'll have some thoughts and i'll uh he's a chocolate orange boy if pete does it with me god you two can rival it out so much so excited you you hate different you have different candies and different things but anyway yes i'm rambling as always which i think is just 90 percent of the show isn't it wow it's all good fun yes and we've spoken about king so and your notes it's so precious to be fair i didn't actually look at the notes that much it's because we free ball in here it's a it's a wild roller coaster of fun well i'll know for next time it's a wild roller coaster pete made notes as well but he memorized them and i was so disappointed he did he well, that's the proof. There's look at these notes. Pages. Let me see your penmanship, audio listeners. It is awful. I've seen worse from men. <laughs> I was going to say from man. That's pretty good. And also, audio listeners, I've done this whole show holding my microphone. My arm is fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my arm is fine. I, I'm much stronger than you think. Plus, I have lovely armrests. Anyway, audio listeners, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, it's another. It's the end of another show. We're still going. I'm hoping there's going to be an episode five. We've been very politically correct this evening, so I think we're eschewing. Literally imagine if I got cancelled now and we've been very PC. I would be heartbroken that it was my voice that did that. No, I think you have a... I would like to say, I think you have a lovely radio voice. So, mm. no, you do. You're going to hear yourself... Have you ever listened to yourself on the radio, like podcast? I can't stand myself on the phone, so... That's what I'm going to say. You're going to hear this back and be sick into a bag. <laughs> <laughs> be so just, your wife's going to be like, oh, this is lovely. Your kids will be like, oh, thanks. This is great, Dad. And then you're just going to be like, I'm just turning it off. Just, just chuck the fish and chips out. I'm clicking away, clicking away. Um, oh, enjoy your fish and chips as well. Oh, it's so lovely, your little family life. You tell me nice things, and it's so it's so humble. And I'm about to go and hang out in a dirty skate park with some hippies, and it's going to be lovely as well. Um, it's just <laughs> such a weird contrast of lives. Well, once again, audio listeners, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate everything that when you come and join us for these spooky tales. Please do give us a follow on Facebook at UK Film Review. Please do give us a follow on Instagram at UK Film Review. And of course, please do give us a follow on Spotify. I think there is a comment section on Spotify. I keep figuring it out. Maybe there isn't. I don't know. If you ha- leave comments, great. If not, send them on a postcard. I'm sure I'll read them. Everyone, once again, thank you so much. And thank you so much for my co-host paul for this evening thank you it's been lovely i've really enjoyed it and i hope that we all come back for uh, what i'm gonna i'm gonna title the rivalry episode yes do it some men are gonna punch each other in the face uh well everyone thank you so much for joining you have a great evening and everyone stay spooky thank you so much bye-bye bring it pete Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.